Hi guys, thanks for listening to us. I'm Raquel. I'm Jake. And this is Don't, Don't You know? know. We're here for another episode. Well, what? I think last episode was nice and fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. Kind of, it's always fun to break the norm, break the mold. Yeah. I didn't think it would be as long as it did turn out, though. I was thinking, like, especially after our opening was so short, I was thinking, oh, man, this is going to be like a, like maybe a 30-minute episode. <laughs> nope. It's a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, it did end up being pretty long, but that's all right. Hopefully, hopefully everybody enjoyed it. I mean, it's kind of yeah. a tough one. If I feel like if you're casually listening, that one was a pain in the butt because if you're like, dri- I listen to some of these when I'm driving or whatever, or podcast in general. If you're driving, you're not going to be able to look all these characters up, so you're not going to know what's going on. But if you're like chilling at home and you're like looking them up as you go, I think that's probably fun. But hopefully it worked. Uh, <laughs> we'll take any feedback, positive or negative. We're grown-ups. Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, I think we picked a lot of more um, popular kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they kind of knew who who we were talking about. I didn't know any of your characters. Well, yeah. Especially the last category. Goodness gracious. The last category. What was that? Oh, the anime one? That's because you're not big in anime. Yeah. I picked pretty popular anime characters. <laughs> oh, right, fair. I didn't know one of them. Oh, yeah, you did. I remember the Naruto one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, DC characters. I picked a, like, a lot of those are somewhat popular. They're not really... um unknown dc characters like kite man kite man i'm a kite man oh i should have got a kite date man. flying a kite once nice i won't go into girl, uh, details because my girlfriend listens but it <laughs> happened okay so let's go ahead and i guess get into the podcast we don't have any new countries or states but we do have seems like a lot of returning states and a lot of returning countries so i don't know if those are new listeners or returning listeners but we welcome Either or. Yeah, for sure. Welcome aboard. You know, it's going to be harder and harder because every time we check a state off the list, we run out of uh, a state or uh, countries. We run out of uh, states and countries. But I just see we're going to be heard on every corner of the planet. I know. And then we're going to have like no updates. We're just going to be like talking about who is in the lead for states, <laughs> yeah, which right true. now is Georgia. And actually, Georgia's winning by a lot. So oh, I don't know yeah, what's going on south. with everyone else. <laughs> Though there is another state that is kind of catching up. Which one was it? I think it was Michigan. So there's a couple states we have on there that normally we only have occasionally, but now they have like a lot of downloads. See, either they're sharing, which good job, or uh, they're binging, which also good job. job. (laughs) Nice. We've been binging stuff. You want to go into media? Perfect segue. Yeah, we can go into kind of what we're doing and media-wise. We Um, literally binged all of Netflix's Lock and Key last night. It was really good. It's pretty fun. Ooh, okay. It's a cool show. Have you seen it? No, but I remember seeing it on my, I think, the trending yeah, it's, on it's, Netflix. Yeah, they're pushing it hard. It's pretty good. Um, I hadn't heard anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. She was like, oh, I want to watch the show. I've been seeing it. It's basically the premise. I thought it was going to be like Harry Potter. It's not. It's kind of its own unique kind of thing. I really like it, actually. The prem- I'm going to give you the premise. It's not spoilers. The premise is there's a magic house with a bunch of hidden keys that do magic things. And a family moves in and kind of learns about these keys and tries to find them. That's all I'll say. That's the premise. It's good. It's pretty cool. The characters are good. They're unlikable at some parts, but generally, I like most of the characters. The plot is pretty good. The The magic is used nicely. It has its own sets of rules. You can believe that it could kind of fit in our world. It's good. It's fun. And uh, yeah, I think it was well-written. There are a few scenes, like one of them was a pretty good, like there's a few good metaphors, but 
Yeah, I, I like it. I think it was fun. I think it wrapped up just perfectly in time, too. It started getting just out of control for my... I like more grounded in reality things, but when you get yes, too... Yes, <laughs> <laughs> When you get too far into it, I lose interest. But, no, it, it was nice. I recommend it. I think you would probably enjoy it, to be honest. It seems kind of up your alley. Okay, I'll add that. It does sound interesting, so I have to add it to my list. But right now, you know... Trying to get through Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this. This is only one season, so if you want to like take a break, you could hit this up and then jump back or whatever. I think a new one is coming out soon. Surprisingly, I did take a break and I watched a hundred humans. And you should totally humans. watch that. What is that? It's I'm on gonna Netflix. Google it. It is basically they have a hundred humans that they have staying at this place and they just do like different experiments with them. I accidentally typed a thousand humans. That must be the sequel. <laughs> So it totally makes me want to be like, I wish I was one of the hundred that they pick because, you know, just to do experiments all day. This is like non, it's like nonfiction. It's like. It's more like a psychological. It's not like it's like a story driven kind of show. <sighs> kind of is a story driven. Like you can tell that it's not like 100%. Um, I'm trying to think of what the word would be like 100%. Scientific scientific unbiased i don't know methodical kind of experiments there are like they do try to what's the premise to it mm. like if you had to sum it up in like two sentences or one sentence what would it be well it would be you know um kind of like a comedic experiment psychological experiments with 100 humans kind of thing with different focuses on there's only eight episodes, so it's like a different kind of focus on okay, each so episode. Like, like, no spoilers, but like episode one, what do they do? They make them eat like their favorite foods while like listen to their favorite music and then tell them their parents died or something. <laughs> why is that what I go to? Why, why is that? Yeah, I don't know. That would, that's quite the experiment. Sir, what are you trying to prove? I don't know. We just want to mess with them. Uh, no. Yeah, what experiments do they perform in these people? What's a notable one that you, like, would think ex ex would explain the show, Will? Uh, I mean, they just, they do different ones. Um, <laughs> very, you can't say different like, ones. I don't know what the regular ones are. I don't the know what they're talking are, about. I don't know. Like, you got a hundred people standing in a line in my head. I don't know what they're doing. Okay, well, I mean, like, <laughs> in the second episode, they split the people up into the different age groups and, like, try to see which age group, like, from what age does it start to like go downhill come oh. to find out it's like 25 it's actually it's like a, a parabola oh so, well yeah bell curve <laughs> because the 20 year olds were like the top yeah and then it was the 60 year olds then the fifth and then the 30 no was it the 30 yeah then the and then the 30s and then the um 50s and then the 40s oh were at the bottom of the parabola. so it's like a Ah, it's like a negative bell curve. And so you do well when you have reflexes or wisdom, but you never have them both. Because <laughs> Actually, that's what they talk about in the, um, not the reflex or whatever. They talk about intelligence at one point in the in experiments. Because, like, sometimes they do, like, little experiments, and then sometimes they get, like, professionals that are in that kind of field to explain why they might have gotten certain results. And one of the guys that came in... He said that for intelligence, there's two types of intelligence. You have, and I can't remember what type of intelligence it's called, but it's like when you're like like first starting off and you kind of are learning or whatever and yeah, intuition like and all this stuff. Problem solving like, and stuff. Like, yeah, here, you Here's get a that. new environment with new stimulus. How do I process it? That's my favorite. I love that. I love going into new games with new maps. Yeah, and so you have that intelligence level and then you have... Um, as you get older, 
you, that intelligent level decreases, but your intelligence of basically of the stuff that you have learned, your basically experienced intelligent level increases. So there's a point where you're in between the two. And mm-hmm. so basically it's zero and zero. <laughs> well, not zero and zero, but like low and low. But then you become more intelligent in a different way. And so a couple of the experiments that they did to try to test these people, whereas they did like communication ones and stuff like that. So what they had them do was build an Ikea chair. Ah, good one. Okay, but what they did was they had like three builders, one person who was blindfolded, connected to a walkie-talkie, and on the other side was another person of the walkie-talkie who's not facing them at all, and he's got the manual. So he's got to use the manual, which was only pictures. Yeah, uh, typical Ikea. Yeah, to explain the instructions to the other person who's blindfolded. That's interesting. So some of you might not know, my background is in technical communication. And so stuff like instruction manuals, I literally designed those for a living. And mm-hmm. I, I can say that Ikea, them having only pictures is a fantastic, like like Lego does that too. If you pick up a Lego handbook, there's no words, it's just pictures and numbers. And so you can have a representation of, okay, I need this gear and I need three of them. You don't need to know what that gear is called. That's really good if you have one builder. However, when it comes to multiple buildings, talking over like a radio, that's when those terms are going to have become important. Like I, I've heard it said that like wis- the beginning of wisdom is the naming of all items or the naming of all creatures or whatever it is, the naming of things. And so when you have like, I need you to put a gear on and it needs to be the small gear. If you're able to say, okay, I need you to put the quarter inch 15 spoke gear onto the six inch four piece dowel if you can say that and you can both understand that that's where your communication is going to come in so that would favor the old boomers over there teaching these things because they know what stuff is called and they say pick up a dowel and you don't know what it what's a dowel they actually they did um they did win nice. for that challenge though they did struggle at first because they couldn't figure out how to work the walkie-talkies <laughs> <laughs> and then the younger kids, they probably knew how the walkie-talkies worked. They knew everything about them. They're like, how do you put this chair together? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, the, the 20-year-olds were the second to finish. Oh, yeah? Nice. And then the 40-year-olds didn't finish at all. They Basically, the other the other teams had finished, and they gave them a little bit longer to try. And, yeah, they weren't even close. And they, they're like, let's just call it. Let's just take them out of their misery because they were struggling real hard. Nice. That's pretty funny. That sounds pretty interesting. It sounds like a pretty neat show. They did a couple of other experiments for the age groups. They did a jumping jack one, which obviously the six-year-olds lost. They did like a memory test one oh, where yeah. they had Anything to kind of like... Anything physical is probably going to go for the younger participants. Yeah. Um, they did a memory test one where they kind of had to remember a grocery list. And then they had to go and do other things and get distracted. And they come back and repeat the, mem- the different items. Then they did one where it was like an escape the room kind of thing where they had to solve different puzzles and try to get out of the room. So Nice. It yeah, so it's really fun. Um the very last episode actually made me think about our uh restroom, our public restroom. Uh not public restroom, but like just restroom episode. It made me think oh. about that. I was like, oh, those would have been back. some good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, those could have been questions that we did did on our podcast, but I'm kind of glad we didn't because it would have been super awkward because <laughs> I felt awkward just watching it. <laughs> you know, it would kind of be hard to edit. We'd have to think about it. We could possibly do like a uh, where we listen to an old episode and react to it. Would you guys be interested in that? Yeah, let us know. So when we tell you some of the questions that they had to answer, because yeah, it was sure basically, it wasn't an actual like, experiment experiment. They basically had to answer different public restroom questions. Okay. Okay. So, of course, 
The big one was, which way do you put the toilet paper on? So, <laughs> I think the obvious way, it's easier to put it with the front facing you, because you pull it and it's just easier to get. You don't have to, like, pull it against the cabinet or whatever. I'd rather have it out. It's more accessible. Yeah. When it's closer to you. But I'll do it the other way just to mess with people. I think it was, like, 80% of the people said over, 10% said under, and the other 10% said they didn't care, which is me. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care, but I will put it. To- closer to you i think that's well, then just... you care like that's how you put it on okay touche it isn't i have to do it one way or the other so it is an active decision it is an active decision and i put it closer to me i guess and for me i, I don't pay attention to it at all i just stick it onto the little thing and then put it up you don't, I don't okay even so pay you know when you get a new you know you get a new roll of toilet paper this is so corona like relevant you know when you know when you get a new roll of toilet paper and it's like stuck together you don't pull it first you just stick it on yeah, I don't pull it. I just put uh, it on and put it up no, there. No, I, and I that's pull it. it a little and get it ready. It's like, all right, here's your... Sh- I know you're... Whoever you are, it could be me, could be somebody else. Whoever you are, I got a nice, a nice, fresh piece of toilet paper primed and ready for you to pull. Go for it, man. This is all for you. That's no, what I'm thinking. I, I, I don't do that. <laughs> I just put it onto the thing and put it up and that's nice. it. They asked, uh, if... Do you do... Um, when you wipe, do you do front and back or back to front? <laughs> this is getting too personal for a podcast, yeah. but I will say I'm front to back. And I'll counter with... <laughs> all right, so here's one. All right, here's one where I lost... All right, Mom, if you're listening, I love you. I was in a conversation with my mom once, and somehow I came in, do you fold your squares or do you ball it up? And in my head, I'm like, if you ball it up, you're like some sort of like psychopath or something. And she's like, no, you have to ball it up. And I'm like, what? You're over there balling <laughs> up your paper like some sort of like animal. What are you doing? And you know what? They I actually did it. that too. They had they? them because they actually had them in the like in like a bathroom kind of setting area. And they were like, okay, we want you to, you know, grab some t- tissue and like as if you're going to wipe. And so they had them count how many squares they picked out About like four. after they after they grabbed some. And then, like, how they held it. And so that's the thing. Some of them, like, would fold it and some of them squished it up. And then they had them count how many squares they got. <laughs> I think the average was, like, seven. It's totally dependent. Ugh. Why are we talking about this? I'm not going to go into that point. You can just use your imagination on where I was going with that. Yeah. And uh, and a couple other things that they did. I mean, then we can finish up with this because, I mean, now we've been talking <laughs> forever about bathrooms instead like of our any, topic. I'm very personal with my bathroom habits. I don't like any prying eyes. Just know, on the record, I'm exceedingly tidy and I, I don't even I don't even poop. <laughs> I don't even. Doesn't happen. <laughs> and a couple other things they asked was, do you look? <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. And exactly. Like, I thought it was really funny and interesting. You could tell how awkward they were. But, like, before they even volunteered for this, they were told it would be very, very personal. It's like, here, I got... Here's one that's kind of on this line. It's like, okay, I, this is from Jerry Seinfeld. There are two types... It's actually from George Costanza. There are two types of people in this world. Those that admit to peeing in the shower and dirty, filthy liars. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... But yeah, that's like a really... I really liked... That's the last episode, episode eight. It's really good. And nice. It's like... <laughs> they saved their bathroom episode for the end. They were smart. Yeah. We opened You watch one. it and you're like, 
you're like, okay, these are like kind of like interesting questions to ask, but you actually feel embarrassed for them and you can watch them. You can tell they're embarrassed to answer some I of this. I don't care. Everybody does it. It's fun. We all have it. Everyone's more like than you really think, you know, and you know, every, just yeah. say everyone takes off, everyone puts on their pants one leg at a time, you know, except for that one guy on YouTube who like jumps into his short, he like does a backflip into his shorts or whatever. <laughs> So, anyways, okay, so I've been been dredging that. Nice. I was going to say real quick, going back to the, um, the, as far as, like, old people versus young people, <laughs> go back to ageist. I've noticed in just from video gaming, you get the guys who do very well at video games, especially, like, more hardcore games that are where it's, like, it's, like, every, I mean, games are hard anyway, but you get the old school, like, ten times deployed combat veteran, like, <laughs> old school kind of rah-rah American gonna play some games, and they're, like treating it real seriously they're the ones doing really well because they know the strategies they've researched it and then it's also like the guys who take the time to like okay i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna be patient and i'm gonna play this map a thousand times and i'm gonna learn this map and they might not have it but then it's like you know that meme where it's like okay i'm gonna learn this map i'm gonna learn every angle i'm gonna know to throw a smoke grenade at this sign it'll bounce off and go flash b or whatever <laughs> and then you get the other the young kids who are like haha i just clicked the bad guy and they're way faster and it's <laughs> it's a struggle Man, getting I don't play any game where I can get dabbed on by a 12-year-old. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I won't subject myself to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, maybe we should move on. <laughs> yeah, because like, the only other thing I wanted to say, I wanted to talk about Vampire Diaries a little bit, but Go for I it. I want to talk it. about Zelda, no. so go real quick. No, no, I can't because you're going to watch Vampire Diaries, and the thing I want to talk about gets ruined. Realistically, so, no. I will probably be playing video games on the side while we watch Vampire Diaries. There are shows I pay attention to, and there are shows I play video games on the side. And that one sounds more video gamey to me. <laughs> okay, so basically, <laughs> I want to get in, like, the main villain right now is like... We can call him Gunther. Call him Gunther? Okay, yeah, sure. Gunther. Codename. So, uh, Gunther is, like, really bad, and you're really supposed to, like, not like him and want him to die or lose or whatever, and I just can't. And the reason why I can't is because I know, because because I watch Legacy, I know who his kid is, and his kid is my favorite, and he hasn't <laughs> had this kid yet. Oh. And so, <laughs> it's kind of like, I can't, So, like, you're trying to find the mom. Uh, no, I mean, I know, know the, the mom. mom's not going to show up. I, I know the mom's not going to show up for a while, but it's like, it's like, I can't, I can't hate you. Like, I can't, like, I can't want you to die. Everyone else is trying to kill you, and I, I can't want you to die because you haven't had my favorite character yet. Oh, I see. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like when, when episode, or when like, when like the, whatever show it is, the second movie has come out you already know there's a second movie so you're not scared for the main character at all in the first movie if you're like late to the game Mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's like, like i have definitive proof that you survived this encounter so you're still enjoying it then you're not getting tired of it no nah, i I'm, i mean it's all right it's just it's very hard it's kind of like i'm i'm ready for you guys to move on to a different villain because it's very hard to to empathize with you guys like i understand <laughs> why you don't like him but I just, I can't, like, completely hate him. I just can't because he's going to have You're loyal my to favorite him. character. He's the father. <laughs> but, yeah. I know he's bad, but he's good. He'll be, it's like, but he won't spawn good. He just got to <laughs> wait. <laughs> Once he spawns, then it's okay. He could die. Hopefully, he'll change before that and I won't want him dead, but. So, I've been playing Zelda. We're going through Ocarina of Time again. I'm forcing my girlfriend through it. Just dragging her along. <laughs> it's fun. We got all the way to the water temple. 
I mean, I, I you know, it's funny. I, I, the water temple is The water rough. temple is the hardest, isn't it? Yeah, they say that. Uh, you know, they say that so much, and it's built up such a reputation. Last time I played the Ocarina of Time, like, maybe three or four years ago, I went through it, and I was like, oh, here comes the water temple. And the next thing I knew, it was over. It wasn't even that hard. And I think the reputation goes up a little bit. Yeah, it is a little hard. You got to go up and down a billion times, but it's not too bad. I was thinking that, too. I was like, I don't remember the water temple being that hard. I remember it taking longer, but I don't remember it being that hard. Well, the biggest thing is that it's tedious. And apparently in Master Quest, they shave down some of the tediousness, and they make it more more difficult but you don't have to spend so much time walking back and forth because you know if you're doing puzzles or something it's one thing but when you're doing a puzzle that causes you it's like now i have to raise the water in the temple swim all the way to the top to flip the switch and then drop the water and go all the way down and you got to do like four rooms to raise and lower the water that's not fun it's not a good game design you know it might be a good temple design if you're trying to protect some artifact from evil but it's not good game design Mm-mm. It's like repetition. it's like Skyrim, another game that I love. How they say like, oh yeah, you got so many hours, but how many of those hours are just walking across just empty landscape? To be fair, it is so packed though. Like it's not really empty landscape. <laughs> You're always getting attacked by something. Yeah, that's probably why in Breath of the Wild they end up giving you like the um, paraglider so that you can, or or the teleportation because the, the horses. Uh, map horses is so huge. Yeah, and that too is the map is so huge that. If you do need to go onto one side or the other, you're taking up so much time just to travel, and it's that's not fun. <laughs> yeah, and realistically, I mean, Ocarina of Time is is a very small map. Like you can travel across it in thirty seconds. Like one of the <laughs> one of the. Uh, <laughs> I'm used to like these massive maps. I'm coming off a of War Zone, which is a battle royale. So this, it's like real real life takes you like twenty minutes to get across it. There's this one mission where I have to run a mushroom across to this one place in three minutes. And I was like, three minutes? That's not enough time at all. And I was like, no, there's plenty of fun. Just little mm-hmm. old games. But, you know, it's still ascending. Yesterday, I was in the uh, I was in the fire temple, and I missed a jump. And I fell. It was like 20 minutes of undone progress because I fell through like two floors. And it was, I was so frustrated. I was like, as I was falling, I was like, don't do this to me. And then I fell and hit the ground. I was expecting like, if you fall... It'll do like the, you lose a heart and it resets you at the top. Nope. It was like, no, you're going all the way down. You're going to have to fight a mini boss to get back to where you were. <laughs> it's like, man. Pro tip, don't you know, use Pharaoh's Wind if you're approaching any clever jumping tricks because you can just teleport back. <laughs> That's very niche, don't you know? Maybe we should move on to our topic. Uh, that's what I was going to say because now we're like, a really, really long opening, and we'll probably talk about our topic for like 15 minutes. We're and that's deep it into this, this podcast and media. Hey, maybe this is what people like. Maybe people are like, oh yeah, I come for the media chats. I want to hear <laughs> all about Zelda and Lock and Key. I like to hear their tangents. Their actual <laughs> topics are boring. <laughs> we never talk about our topics for that long. It's always some tangent. Even if we talk about the topic, it's going to be something else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get into our topic. Let's then. do it. Today is about introverts and extroverts. Yes. It is. So, I would say that I'm an extrovert and Jacob's an introvert. Do you identify as an extrovert? I would say I'm probably more of an extrovert than I am an introvert. Okay. Because that's the thing about extrovert and introverts is that it's kind of more on a scale. It's not this one or that one. It's where do you fall on the scale kind of thing. Yeah, they're not exclusive per se. Yeah, and so I would say I'm extrovert and Jacob could be introvert with both of us having qualities of the other so we're not too too firmly 
And that's what I would think. What about, what do you think, Jacob? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. I'm definitely introverted, but I'm not like the socially awkward, like, (laughs) I'm a bit of a loner, but I'm not, like, I don't mind parties. I like hanging out with people and I do have a good, decent group of friends, you know? Yeah. And for me, I do like to go out and do things and hang out with people and stuff. But at the same time, like right now during the quarantine, yeah, I'm going a little stir crazy. But for the most part, you know, I can stay in. I can watch TV. I can, you know, play video games or something like that. I can do that and not be able to interact with people and be okay. Whereas a lot of others, you know, can't. So that's why I say that me and Jacob kind of, I'm more extrovert and Jacob's more introvert, but we both have characteristics of the other. So, yeah. So I figured this topic would be kind of interesting because, you know, I can have more of a viewpoint for extrovert and Jacob can have more of a viewpoint for introverts. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. I guess we might as well get to, we, we talk about like the most like, like unspoken rules and stuff it's like real obvious stuff i think the obvious stuff here is that introverts aren't like introverts do enjoy going to parties and extroverts do enjoy being alone but they have to recharge by going to the other one everybody everybody that's like background knowledge everybody has to have i think going into this episode (laughs) yeah i think that is a very big thing um because that is what people usually think they think that you know introverts are only gonna only stay indoors or whatever be basically shelter and extroverts cannot stand to be by themselves and it's not true like that's interesting that you mentioned indoors because you can have an introvert that likes being indoors and an introvert that likes being outdoors and they're two very different people oh that's true one's like a nerd gamer and the other one's like a hiker but like one with nature kind of hiker you know you ever met a person like that they're like oh yeah i've hiked south america and (laughs) no i've never been Ah. like that (laughs) i know people like that you definitely know the type. It's like, yeah, I just put my bag on my back and I just go for it. All right, cool, man. That sounds fun. Yeah, and so, yeah, and the key point is not that they do those things. Basically, like you said, recharge. So an extrovert can be inside and do stuff like that, but then they start to feel more kind of like depressed when they're stuck indoors. Yeah. And so, well, not indoors, but like stuck away from social yeah, activities. Yeah, yeah. And basically, they get charged and hype and stuff like that from interacting with other people. Whereas introverts, they can go and do those social things. But then they start to kind of feel tired and they need to be by themselves. So basically, they can recharge. So let's talk some anecdotal evidence. You you say you're an extrovert. Tell me about being an extrovert. What's it like when you haven't seen your friends in like three days? And what what sorts of things do you seek out? What makes you an extrovert? So for me, it's not only like, I don't have to necessarily hang out with friends. I need, like right now, it's like I want to go out and do things. It doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, I haven't seen any of my friends and blah, blah, blah. It's like I want to go out and do things and be around people. Like I want to go do a VR arcade. I want to go do... VR is not extroverted. It can be. It depends. Like I like to do all the VR like group kind of things. Like VR chat. Have you done VR chat? Not like VR chat. We should do a Don't You Game VR chat. <laughs> That'd be a wild ride. <laughs> no, like um, when I went out to do, um, so I've gone to the same place twice. Mm-hmm. Um, once with a friend and another time with my family. And we did kind of like, it was one of the things we did was kind of like tag, not tag, um, like laser tag. And then we did another one where it was like we were all um, on like a recon mission. And that's all, like, grouped together. We all did that together. It was just nice. in VR. What's the place? Do you want to uh, name drop it? Maybe you can get a uh, discount. It, it's called Battlegrounds. <laughs> I'm just joking. 
Cool. LA Bra- Battlegrounds. It's pretty fun. If I'm in the area, I'll check it out. Yeah, I definitely have to take you when you come. Um, a second, the second thing, the second time I went, I did a like. What did we play? We played this like uh kind of like mini game challenge kind of thing, and we did like a Temple Run, dodgeball kind of thing. All these different type of mini games. Temple Run and VR sounds really tiring. So, well, we didn't actually have to run, run, <laughs> but yeah, You're on a treadmill. <laughs> oh, imagine that you're on three treadmills in VR and you have to jump in between them. That's dangerous, man. And so, you know, I did that. Um, I like to do the escape the room things with, you know, a group of people. And so for me, I, I want to go to do pop meetups and just be around people, basically. So that's how it is for me. Like, I want to go out and be around. And like, even now being stuck at home, I still go get up and, you know, go bug my other family members because it's like I basically kind of search for those social interactions. Yeah, on the opposite end over here, being an introvert, for me it's more, I have no problem being on my own. I, I prefer being alone. If uh, if it's just <laughs> me watching YouTube or just kicking around the house or something, I'm cool with that. But at the same time, I do, I do like any other human, crave some human interaction. So for me, I'm on like, I'm on like chat rooms and stuff, like stuff that I can opt into. I can talk with people and make jokes and stuff and share my ideas or whatever I want, whatever's on my mind. But if I want to just opt out, I can just like leave. I don't have to say goodbye to anybody. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I'm out of here. I don't, I'm just, I'm just going to alt F4. So that's pretty nice. And I game a lot and I talk with my brothers and stuff, but, but no, I mean, generally I'm, I'm not too bad on my own. Now on the flip side, if I'm going out, if it's like a party or something, for me, it's, it's a big prep. I have to think about it. I'm thinking about it all day. It's probably the only thing on my agenda that day. And I'm going to do like my outfit and I'm going to be like, probably clean the house a little bit just to like get in the mood to like go, you know, anyway, uh, (laughs) and then after the party, like at the party is fine. I'm probably having a good time there hanging out with people. I will either get really into it and we'll just party like all night, just hang out, playing games or whatever. Or when I say party, it's not like TV show party. It's probably just like playing a card game or something. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're not that mm-hmm. exciting anymore. Um, Aww. And <laughs> But the day after the party, I'm probably not doing anything. I'm probably just going to stay home and watch YouTube, maybe play some video games or something, probably even single player. And uh, yeah, that's me. When I need to escape, I'm playing some sort of game. And, like, the other day I went into outer space and was flying spaceships around. And that's just what I wanted. I wanted to be, like, at the, I wanted to be like on my own, you know? You know that scene in um, Ghost in the Shell? I don't know if you've seen the live-action remake. But there's one scene when she goes down to, like, she doesn't have to breathe. She's Is that a spoiler? She's mm, an android. I've never seen I don't think it's a spoiler. She's an android, and she doesn't have to breathe. So she just, like, submerges herself at the bottom of, like, the ocean there. And just goes to, like, chill out for a bit. And I'm like, that sounds super cool. I'd, I'd be down to do that. <laughs> okay. So I did a, uh, I found a little article, Psychology Today. Okay. Um, It's called Personalities That Thrive in the Isolation, since we're doing, you know, quarantine right at this moment. <laughs> I figured it'd yeah. be a good one. Um, It's by Luke Smiley. Yeah, that's what brought Nick this whole up, this whole topic up, man. Yeah, I mean, it did. I was thinking about it. And then, because um, I've seen a lot of memes, you know, and they're all like, Oh, during this quarantine time, please check on your, you know, extrovert friends because they're stuck <laughs> inside. Um, and then I saw, I've been, I saw another meme where it's like everyone's worried about the extroverts, but no one's worried about the introverts who's stuck with the extroverts. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> Come talk to me. <laughs> Go away. I'm watching Lock and Key. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's exactly how I am right now. Like, my my cousin, I'm like, sometimes I knock on her door, and I'm like, and she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> play a game? That's funny. <laughs> I'm like, let's do something. And she's like, no. You need to learn to entertain <laughs> yourself. Oh. <laughs> be introvert. Be extroverted with an NPC. <laughs> like, I've been playing Animal Crossing like crazy, and right now, like, I still play a lot, but now I'm not playing as much, because, like, now I'm like, okay, well... Now I want some social interaction. <laughs> I got cyberbullied today. I went on a Twitch stream for Animal Crossing, and I was there for like two minutes, and some guys started messing me, so I started messing back, blah, blah, blah. It was all dumb. <laughs> I got cyberbullied, and actually the streamer stood up for me, so I, I won in the end. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's the dumbest story. <laughs> so... Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, swiftly along. And so this kind of just does a little bit about extroverts and stuff like that. And I thought it'd be kind of interesting because it kind of does go with what we're talking about. So they did a study where they had extroverts and introverts both spend time and engaging in high levels of extrovert typical behaviors, such as being talkative, sociable, etc. They found extroverts will reap a lot of benefits, such as en- enhanced mood and feelings of authenticity. Um, however, introverts experience no benefits and reported feeling tired and irritable and you know that's kind of true because you do need like validation if you're like doing something like i always think about imagine you're an artist and you just paint your paintings and then you set them on fire and you, th- you just burn them up like and then you die and nobody ever sees your art like what's the point you know and so i feel like every person inherently like you you have to show off your art whatever it is you know whether it's painting or music or whatever or just just like you being social Humans are social creatures, for sure. We're like rats, you know? Rats will live twice as long with a social partner rather than alone, you know? It's like a big deal. It's measurable. And I think humans are very much like that, too. It's sad when people, like, don't... When they're just, like, don't have anybody due to, like, age or just, like, being weird so they don't have any friends. (laughs) And they say that um, in the article they talk about introverts are less motivated by social engagement. And this might be why they're less prone to boredom that you know many um are inflicted by the social distancing um and so i just thought that was kind of all interesting um that's all i have i know you have a couple articles did you want to go into them i just grabbed some articles that talk about um different so i got i got two articles mine are both focused around so it's no i'm it's no secret that i'm into myers briggs which is uh a I, I, I laugh at it, but I think it's so good. Myers-Briggs type indicator is a personality type test kind of thing. And they said there are 16 core personalities and they're all based mm-hmm. off of four like types. And so the first, it's like, for instance, I'm INFP. And so it's introvert, introvert, intuition, feeling, perception. And I don't remember the other four because all I care about is me and I don't remember them. But one of them is introversion versus extroversion. And I just looked up some stuff that talks about, like, the different stuff there. And it's mostly the stuff I was talking about earlier about how, like, it's not that you're antisocial. It's just that you have to recharge. Recharge is, like, a key word when you're talking about all this. And it's kind of subjective, but I know exactly what they're talking about. Do you feel like you need to recharge by hanging out with friends? Not so much. Um, I know that the word that they use is is recharge. But for me, it's not so much recharge. It's so much as more as, like... Like boredom, basically. Like I was talking about the other article. It's and so yeah, I think boredom's a good. When you said stress earlier, and I was thinking, I was like, I think stress is kind of a tough term. I think boredom is the more yeah. Like it's not like I don't feel like I need to be around people to recharge. It's more along the lines of being around people, um, kind of 
like cures boredom and put just kind of puts me in a better mood you yeah. know like i'm more excited and energetic so i guess kind of recharge in the sense of that way i guess do you ever get too much of people where you just want to be alone um i i guess sometimes but if anything it's more along the lines of around maybe like if i'm spending too much time around one person or something like that it's like okay well i want to go hang out with other scenery you know it's like changing your tv show yeah so that's more usually what happens not so much of i don't Mm -hmm. want to make it get tired of people or maybe that person's just a jerk no No, (laughs) it's not usually that but it's like i want to hang out with lots of different people not always the same people because i want to do different because if people like have different hobbies and activities they'd like to do so if you're only hanging out with one person or even just one kind of group of friends you won't like, you do kind of like the same things. Maybe you're hanging out with me. We're probably just playing video games all day. And who wants to do that? So, and I don't mind doing that. It's just like doing <laughs> that every single day. And only that. And now I'm bored. I want to do other things. Let's go out clubbing. But you don't want to go clubbing because you don't like dancing. Nope, I don't. I got asked to dance recently. And I was like, I just, I'll do it for a little bit. But see, if I go hang out with like Lindsay and Adriana and them, we'll go clubbing. We'll go dancing. They'll be all like, you better dance all night. But see, like, if I want to go go out and do, like, bungee jumping or skydiving, I would have to go for you because you're, like, not afraid of heights like that. I've realized that I tend tend to be the type of person that will, like, I was talking to somebody else in a a different setting, but I more tend to be the type to procrastinate and then surge. And so when it comes to, like, doing, like, skydiving, that's good because I can think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it, and then do it. It's over in 20 minutes, and then you go chill out. And so that, <laughs> that's more for me. But it's super high intensity at that moment. And that's the thing. I guess that's kind of for me, too, just in the long term as well. Where it'd be like, I won't do anything for a week or two. And I'm still doing stuff. I'm just doing stuff at home that's not as, like, active. But then it'd be like, hey, want to go out? All right, we'll do it. And then we're going to go hard on the paint and then chill out, chill out, chill out. Because that's that's... It's not all I can muster, but it's all that I want to. If I do any more, it's like, all right, I did everything I wanted to do yesterday. Why would I go out and do it again? It's just going to be, it might be a different experience. Maybe it is two days in a row, depending on what it is. But it's very much, I mean, everything's going to be circumstantial. And every, the answer to everything is it depends. But yeah, I'm, I'm generally a surge kind of kind of guy. And like, I like to go to conventions. Well, I'm not going to ask my brothers to go to conventions because Frankie hates large crowds and waiting in line so i'm obviously not going to hang out with him to go do those things but he'll go see a movie with me he'll go you know go do kind of things like that um he's more introvert so yeah so for me i don't really get tend to get tired of being around people it's more like get tired of being doing the same things that makes sense because i'm hanging out with only the same people and i do get bored and i need to hang out with people too despite leaning more i than e what about different scenarios? I, I had mentioned that earlier as some talking points. Um, I was going to say, okay, so I sent, I'm gonna, and I'm going to post the link to uh, the song in the description. Yeah, I looked it up. I just scrolled past it. <laughs> you didn't listen to it? I, I did. No, no, I meant, I mean, I just scrolled past it now. I listened to it earlier. Okay. I'm going to hide in your blanket. <laughs> so this song is called The Introvert Song. It's by... It's done as a part of a series um, called The Good Advice Cupcake, which I absolutely love. You mentioned before, for sure. Animation, yeah. I actually met the creator for it. Oh, And I got yeah. her signature and got to take a picture. It was pretty awesome. She's probably still listening. Thanks for listening. Oh. And uh, so this song, go ahead and listen to it. It's, but it basically kind of, I just wanted to ask because as an introvert, and I know like a lot of it seems like what most people would believe about introvert, you would just say that. 
song was pretty pretty spot on with introverts. Um, I think it's a stereotype, but that's why parodies are funny, I guess, because they play on stereotypes. Do you want to play a sample of it? Uh, no, because I don't want to do anything that could possibly be copyrighted. So All they right. could just check out the link. That's pretty funny. So there is one part in it, though, that talks about it. And it does, like, people always, jo- like, at least joke about it, which is, like, introverts will come up with excuses not to hang out with people, basically. Like, they're like, oh, I'm just not well, going to make you know, it. I'm, oh, something came up. Oh, like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Which or, people oh. can see through. Don't you know if you're an introvert and you're saying, oh, I just can't make it. People know you bailed on it. You bailed on them. They're going, all right. They're going to let you do it. They're not going to say anything because it's America and you're allowed to bail on people. But that's just a thing. If you're going to bail, you just say, sorry, man. I just don't want to tonight. Just own up. You can be an introvert. You're allowed. Like, hey, I'll catch you up next time. So I'm taking it this is true then, that you, like, make up excuses to actually come out, like, to avoid going out, right? <laughs> I don't make up excuses. If I'm not feeling it, I'm just going to say I'm just not feeling it. Like, I'm, I, I feel like I owe that to my friend. Like, if you, you should be straight up with your friends. If you don't want to hang out and that's going to hurt their feelings enough to make them not be friends with you, then how good of friends are you? Just tell them, ah, I just don't want to go out tonight. That's fine. They probably feel the same way. Like, All right, we'll do it another time. Let me know. All right, cool. That's just me, though. Okay. Maybe my friends just know me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now there is one thing, though, about to say about that, which be if you do it a lot. If you do it a lot, you're going to lose your friends. Like, <laughs> with my brother, my brother does kind of like that. He'll, like, it got to the point where he, like, it actually started to happen to him. And my dad was like, you know how, like, hypocritical you're being because you do that to your sister all the time. Which is, I'll make plans with him, and then he'll call me and be like, I don't feel good, or... Like, this hurts, or blah, blah, blah. Can we do it the next day, or can we just not do it? Blah, 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 blah. And he does it It's one that they cancel so on made time. plans. It's a different thing if they're, like, inviting you out of the blue. I mean, if I commit to something, I'm, I'm most likely going to do it. And that's the thing when it comes to, like, thinking about it the whole time. I have to have something on my radar and plan it and be like, all right, this is coming up. Otherwise, I'm just going to go spur the moment. But that's not an introvert thing. That's just being a lazy dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was doing, I don't remember who it was, but someone was, like, constantly canceling plans with him. And he was, like, really upset about it. And my dad was like, you know you do that to your sister all the time. You just did that to your sister yesterday. Dang, called out. Well, we thank you for listening. Yeah. I don't think he listens, but yeah. And so he was like, I think at one point he mentioned it. He was like, duh, boo, boo, boo. I was like, he's right. (laughs) You do bail on me. Half the time I make sure I make other plans because I, more than half the time you bail. He was like, what? He was like, what? I was like, yeah, I usually make other plans with the attention that you're probably going to (laughs) bail. I mean, very much that's, that's like, sometimes you have to think about like the long term versus the short term. And so for me, it is kind of sometimes a struggle to get out of the house and go actually do things and be social. But I know, especially back when I was single, which now I'm, you know, a happily committed man to my relationship right now. <clears throat> heart, heart, heart. Anyway, uh, <laughs> just get those brownie points on the record. <laughs> no, you have to make yourself go out and be social. And you might not like it, and it might suck nine times out of ten, but you gotta still go because we are social creatures, and you probably won't like it. I didn't always like it. I would literally go out to a bar and just put like my headphones in and just throw darts because that's what I like but you got to go out and you got to be social and you got to be around people and sometimes you got to you know that Shia LaBeouf meme where he goes just do it that you sometimes you just got to do it and because in in the short term oh I don't want to put on clothes and I don't want to go out I don't want to go bowling I don't even like bowling nobody likes bowling you just it's something you do okay you go out. I just want to wrap up in my blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to go bowling because, you know, it's the Sims. And I'm sure I've said this on podcast. Friends, friendships are like plants. If you don't water them, they'll die. 
And it's true. <laughs> you got to go bowling with your friends. You got to go out. You got to do things. And it's not just with your friends. It makes you feel good, too. Even an introvert comes home going, I went out. I went bowling. I got I got a single strike. Or maybe you didn't even. You're like, I got some cheese fries. And that makes me feel good. And then that next day where you're recharging, you're going to be at peace. And you're going to enjoy what you did. Don't you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tangent for you. <laughs> So let's go ahead and do your different settings because, um, and let's go ahead and end with that because it is starting to get kind of a little bit longer. I don't want to like get too, too off topic. So let's go ahead and just kind of do those three settings that you had. <laughs> well, we already talked about one of them mostly. Um, yeah. And I do want to talk about another setting, which I don't think was on your list, but you talking about getting out made me think about it. So we say that extroverts are people like they need to be sociable, they need to be talking, blah, 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 they need to go hang out with people. Would... Someone who prefers to do group chats, like on gaming and stuff like that, to play games with people online, enjoy that social kind of environment, would that be introvert or extrovert? See, like my brother hates going out. Frankie hates going out. He doesn't like big crowds. He doesn't like to actually really just be out the house, period. But he's always playing games with people and talking to people online, like with video game wise and stuff like that. Well, maybe not like a huge group of people and different strangers, but... Yeah, but different people. They rotate out. Yeah, like, you know, my brother's friends. Because he plays a lot of games with my older brother. Oh, nice. And so he plays a lot of games with my older brother's friends as well. And he plays a couple games with his own friends that he has. In my opinion, that is legitimate social interaction. And I think that counts more towards the extrovert. Especially if you're like... You think so? I think so. It's different and it's somewhere in the middle because... There, there is a lot to be gained from face-to-face and from, like, because, you know, there's so much that you gather from people where you're just seeing how they carry themselves. And you, yourself, putting off, if you're, how you carry yourself says a lot. Am I going to take a real aggressive stance with this old lady? Or am I going to kind of, like, you know, slump my shoulders and relax and kind of hold my hands together and be real, like, friendly with her, you know? And that's, that's, that's so much an aspect of physical one-on-one conversation, too. And th- those are my three categories where, um... I said large group. We're just brainstorming. I said large group, one-on-one, and then... uh, I'm looking at everything your time. And then alone time. We kind of talked about alone time. We already talked about large group settings, too. But as far as, like, online chat and even, like, phone calls... So, like, the quarantine, I'm sure people have been talking a lot on the phone. I've been talking a little bit on the phone here and there. They're, like, different levels or, like, different intensities, I think, of, like... It's, like... (laughs) Here's a dumb metaphor. You can eat a lot of food... And you can eat some really spicy food. You know what I mean? That's two different things. <laughs> I feel like like hanging out with people one-on-one and like go up to somebody and give them a hug. That's a spicy pepper. But if you like talk to somebody and you game with somebody and play Minecraft for like 10 hours one day, that's a whole different kind of social interaction. You're full after that, you know? Somebody can do that. But if you're just like trash talking while you shoot each other in Call of Duty, that's not going to be very good for an extroversion. <laughs> That's just an that's just an introvert letting out all his inner rage. <laughs> and see, for me, I feel like that's still an introvert. So it could be one of the things when I was coming across looking for kind of interesting articles about extroverts and introverts, which I didn't really find anything that really, really I really wanted to talk about, which is why I had just the general one. I saw a lot of stuff about shy extroverts because when you think of extroverts, you don't think of shy. And the thing is, is someone can be a shy extrovert where they're you know, shy around strangers. So it doesn't necessarily mean they don't like to go out and do things or be sociable. They just are shy around people they don't know. And that can be me 
a lot of times. I've gotten better about it just because I moved around schools a lot. And so you kind of have to kind of get over that shyness. But I still get super, super awkward when I have to talk in front of a big group of people. Oh, yeah. That's something we could talk about is going up and giving presentations. I haven't done that since... Well, I've done it in class, in uh, work, I guess. That's way different. Yeah. I've gotten better about that as well, just because in college, you know, I was in charge of the TV channel. I also had to do uh, psych experiments and stuff like that, which you have to talk in front of people to do. So I'm a little bit better about it. I'm still and pretty awkward about it. that's a skill everybody has to have. Don't you know? You should know how to give a presentation in front of a group. Just please, just play a character. Just pretend you're acting. It's not even you up there. It's it's your it's your super doctor, Professor Jones. And he's going to tell you about steam engines today. And it's going to be cool. <laughs> and so with a shy extrovert, you know, they're going to have the qualities of, you know, kind of being quiet and social in, in social groups or maybe... um. Uh, just one-on-one with people and but they're still an extrovert they're still considered because they still get charged yeah like you said recharged by social interaction with the gaming with only talking gaming i can see that being only introvert just because you're not really face to face with anyone you're not actively in a social situation kind of in a way for me the way i kind of look at it is that it could be you're talking with your friends or whatever but it could also be more in your mind of almost like you're talking to what is it npc yeah, non-player Just, character. It's actually a real person. Yeah. It, it really depends on the game. So, like, something... So, like, all right. So, playing online with people cooperative is a very distinct mood. And playing single-player is also a very distinct mood. When I play a bunch of single-player games, I get lonely. And, like, I want to go on and play with other people. Because when you're playing... The, when I'm playing Fallout, you're a god. You can get shot a billion times and not die. You can kill any NPC that you want. You can change the difficulty. You can bring in cheat codes. You can do whatever you want. You're in charge. And everyone is just your pawn. It's like playing in the sandbox. It's ver- it is a sandbox game. Very fun. Very 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 fun. And there's a lot of story because you're getting the story. At- but now you're kind of going into basically the, the kind of like the design of the game. Yeah. Where like you said, it's like a little bit harder. Um, it's kind of like similar to when you play like from when I played Halo. You know, I did fine on the missions and stuff like that. But as soon as I was like playing with my friends in like a one-on-one, not one-on-one, but like a team versus team. Player versus player. I couldn't play. And it's like a whole different level. It's a whole different experience. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going and playing that game specifically for that social interaction because you need it, you crave it. <laughs> right. When you're playing, at that point, you're you're playing with the developers. And the developers have written a story. It's like reading a book at that point. Is reading a book introverted or extroverted? You don't know. It depends because if you're getting that interaction with the author, there's some extroversion there because you want to pick his brain. Now you can't really push off yours, I guess, unless you're in like book clubs. and stuff. Honestly, a book club is like a good way for an introvert to get their extroversion out. And see, here's the thing is, as an introvert, you're still going to do things that you would... But that's being human, because nobody's 100% introverted. Yeah, like, you can't say that just because you had some type of social interaction, now you're an extrovert. You have to actively seek it and need it to be recharged, or else you kind of feel boredom or whatever. You feel in a more depressing kind of mood. These extra... Lonely extroverts hang out at bars. You know what I mean? (laughs) You can have a lonely extrovert. They're just going to go out and, like, sit around or, like... We had the library with headphones in or whatever. Maybe I am an extrovert. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm just really in the middle. I'll, I'll do that sort of stuff. I'll go to like libraries and stuff. 
hang out there. Well, no, because you even said there's times where you'll be like, you'll, you said, like, you turn down going out, or whatever, where an extrovert would be like, yeah, I definitely want to go out, like, almost every single time. Like, for me, usually when they're like, oh, we want to go out, I'm like, yeah, I'll go out. Like, I don't usually turn down going out. I was going to jump back because I brought up um, player versus player. We were talking about online gaming and stuff, that being introverted. I feel like when you're doing player versus player, if I'm jumping on with people that are random people, they don't care who I am. I don't care who they are. Our only job is to fill a role. And my role is to be the guy who watches that guy's back and that guy's back and keeps our team alive and we win together. They don't care who I am. They don't care why I'm playing this game. Our goal, I need to shoot bad guy and don't get shot. That's not that's not real social interaction because you could replace that with a with a, a well written artificial intelligence character and you're gonna fill the same role. I think when it comes more to stuff like like I brought up Minecraft earlier, but like the the more social games where you're doing stuff like that. Even when I play with my brothers, we can play for four hours and just do Apex, and we don't say anything worth meaning. It's just honestly, we're probably getting mad at each other. <laughs> we might like we might like lift each other up a little bit or like oh yeah that was a good play. But generally, we're just talking about neutral stuff. We're just filling a role together. It's still social, but it's not the same as like, hey, man, how are you doing? How are you really holding up? Is is your job going well? You enjoying school? It's not that sort of stuff. I think that's still important, you know, but maybe extrovert. Maybe that's a whole different thing. Do extroverts care about feelings or do they just want to talk about garbage stuff? Maybe that's two different things in itself. Yeah, I guess it just depends. Like, I don't mind, like, just talking about nothing because there's not always going to have something that's, like, like, deep emotional (laughs) problems or whatever. Um, Yeah, sometimes you're just talking about the weather, but you're still enjoying that time together. And that's important, too. And like I said, it really just depends. Like, I'm not the most emotional type person. So I don't like particularly (laughs) talking about deep emotion either. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, But for me, when it comes down to, like... When me and you play Minecraft or when I play, like, Animal Crossing with, like, Randy, it's not... To me, I still don't very feel very recharged from it. Like, I like to do it because at least I get some type of social interaction and, you know, I'm doing something, I'm not bored. But it doesn't really feel the need to go out and do something with people. That's why I say I feel like that's more introvert because for me, it's still not satisfying enough. I don't know. I think we're all hybrids. I maintain that. <laughs> hybrids. <laughs> we're all of all... Uh, anything else? I'm pretty yeah, much done. I'm trying to think of anything else. I think we hit this. We hit this pretty hard. <laughs> this is a big episode. I wasn't expecting it. Well, we really got in deep with no don't you knows and no definite answers. But that such is the mind. The don't mind you know. is not Take definite. Take care of your friends and go make some friends. There are all sorts of stuff. Like, have you heard of that app Meetup, where you go and like mm-hmm. you just put in a hobby, and then everyone who has your hobby, you just go and meet up there and talk about it or whatever. Those are so cool. I literally haven't done one. I've ne- I have never installed the app, but I love that idea. So <laughs> I have the app, and I've even joined a couple groups, but I haven't actually done anything because I don't like driving. And I'm like, oh, this is an interesting group, and I join it. Come to find out, all the events are like North Los Angeles, and I live South Los Angeles, and I'm like, Psh. well, you just gotta do it. That could be your best friends. I have to drive the 405 for an hour. <laughs> Before an I can hour even get is to the a event. Long time. I'm trying to think about me. An hour is a long time. For me, even 30 minutes feels like a long time these days. And with the quarantine, the less that I drive, the longer it feels. So that's why, like, if it's, like, too far away, it's like, I'm not gonna... I don't want to do that. I don't like to drive, and I'm not going to drive an hour away to go do something with people I don't know, you yeah, know? host your own meetup in your own backyard. <laughs> I don't want that much commitment. <laughs> right. 
And so, and I really want to join a meetup that does like Funko Pops, but I haven't found any meetups about that. So I just do the pop meetups at the different stores, but I would love for there to be actual meetup group where people like hang out and do Funko Pop. They do stuff with like anime. You go to pop like sales events though. Yeah, I go do those things and I sell. You meet a lot of people there, I imagine. You probably meet Mm -hmm. more people in one of those events than I meet in a month. (laughs) Not probably. It depends on which event. Uh, Um, Probably, honestly. It depends on which month. <laughs> One of my friends that I talk to every once in a while, I met at a pop meetup. Another Randy I met actually at a pop signing. Well, it wasn't only pops, but it was mainly pretty much pops. Pretty much everyone. It was at a, basically a pop store. So you could get other stuff signed, but since it was a pop store, mostly people got pop signs. And that's where I met Randy. And so, like, yeah, nice. I do meet a lot of people. I met another friend. I don't talk to him too, too often. I met him because I was interested in possibly buying a Funko Pop and um and then I ended up not deciding to but we ended up keep talking so we became friends that way so yeah you know I do meet people through the Funko Pop community it's good it, it is good to, to meet people I mean I, I said it at start I'll say it again we're social creatures you gotta make friends they're good ways to do it I do have my group of uh it, it's it's something but they're always there I got my gaming chat that I talk about I got a I got a discord and they know me pretty well when I pop in chat they're oh hey yeah it's pretty fun it is good yeah, and I mean, one of my favorite things to do, I love doing, is to introduce people to others. Like, they need this or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I know someone, and I can introduce <laughs> them. I mean, I apparently apparently I did that all the time in college, and I didn't really even realize it. It wasn't until I got out of college it I realized I used nice to do It is nice to introduce two friend groups together and watch the dynamics play. That's a lot of fun. That's what parties are all about. Would you say that I do that, did that a lot in college? I honestly don't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> An average amount, I'll say. So, because I remember um, Kristen at one point p- pointed it out, and I think it was either a senior year in college or after college, and she was like, yeah, Raquel, like, a lot of my friends I met through you. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> she was like, yeah. I will say that you did tend to, like, seek out more friendships. I always tended to stumble into mine. Like, it would be like like a friend of a friend, but maybe that's how some people do it. It's just a friend of a friend where it's like, hey, let's go to this, and hey, maybe these people or whatever. But that was never too much me, but... Then again, I do make myself go do stuff, again, with the just do it attitude. So, don't you know, just do it. Go make some friends. Not in the quarantine. Social distance with your friends. <laughs> uh, it's so tough right now. Anyways, but... Thanks for listening. Yeah. You'd close this out, Jacob. Um, don't feel We like appreciate it. you. Whether you're introverted and you're just enjoying just hearing voices, we thank you for being here. If you're extroverted... Hey, give us some feedback. Honestly, introverts too. We know you still want to be heard. We'll read it. We'll we'll take every comment into consideration. We'll ponder it. We'll think about it. We'll discuss it. Honestly, Raquel, like any comment you get, like send it my way. I'm more than interested. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll read it the day of our recording because yeah. I'm going to remind him and he'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot to read that. Yeah, I'm it's like, not that I forgot. <laughs> it's just, hey, I'm in podcast mode. I might as well go in fresh, you know? Let me think about this. And I'll be like, hey, thanks, uh, Cat Lover 2020. Uh, thanks for your comment. <laughs> it's a Cat Lover 2020. They ain't going to be, their comment ain't going to be heard at all because Dog Lover all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, you know, I did skim across an article that was talking about dog lovers and cat lovers and extrovert versus introvert kind of think about possible like connection correlation between like 
extroverts and dog lovers and introverts and cat lovers. I feel like it could go either way. I feel like an introvert would, the stereotypical would probably love the cat and the extrovert would love the dog. But I feel like the introvert would love the dog because the dog is just like going to always love them. It, It just always understands them. You know what I mean? No one gets me. It's just you. Come here, Rufus. And then you're petting Rufus. And see, here's the thing is I came across another article that was talking about introverts and extroverts and relationship wise and how it's not always true that the um that an extrovert will always seek an extrovert. However, it's always not always true that an extrovert and an introvert will always be together just because the ex- sometimes the introvert can be exhausted by the extrovert. And so I saw a couple different articles. Um I think That is an interesting thing. I think thing it just depends about. on the scale. Yeah. And it depends on what you want. I think everybody's complex and wants different things, too. You might be an introvert who wants an extrovert. Or you might be an introvert who... I've heard the term, hey, let's just be alone together. And I love that idea. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> yeah, and see, and here's the thing, though, too, and I think part of what the problem is with it is that I think extrovert and introverts probably are just too broad of a um, term. Because not just, like, one or the other, or even just on a scale, yeah. you have, like, shy introverts. Shy introverts probably will be more easy to deal with for an introvert. They yeah. won't get, they probably will still want to go out and do things, but they won't have to be, we have to go clubbing and be, like, dancing and talking <laughs> to strangers because they're shy, you yeah, know? Yeah, all the time. And maybe there are, and then there are probably some introverts that are a little bit, and so, yeah, and then saying there might be some introverts that like to go to a party and kind of people watch. Like, my brother loves to people watch. Yeah. And so they could be with an extrovert that likes to go to parties, you know, because they don't mind going and just kind of drinking and watching, you know, which sounds super stalker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, finish closing us out then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all we got. You can follow us on Twitter at Don't You Know Pod. You can email us at, well, don't use the at symbol until later, but don't you know pod at gmail.com. You can uh, just uh, like, you might be able to comment on Spotify or Podbean if you're listening there. Maybe you're on YouTube. I know you can comment there. You can comment on Podbean. Um, I don't think you can on Spotify. At least I've never seen it where you could. But you can, I think, like us on Spotify. Yeah. You know, honestly, we'd like to see that too. If you're loud enough, you can scream it out to the world <laughs> and be like, I love Don't You Know! <laughs> and we might hear it. Diana would be in the background being, shut up, you moron. I had a look. I don't know. She, I don't know where she's at. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Okay. Well, until next time, guys. See ya. See ya.